from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. This is Dan Tortora inside of Chick-fil-A Cicero, hanging out with Jack Sikowski. Jack here with us today. He's been on the show numerous times, but this is a special announcement, and it's something that you and your father, Jimmer, who is the owner-operator of Chick-fil-A Cicero, had put onto social media. We talked about kind of your future in sports and your future, you know, scholastically as well, and I'm proud to say that uh, you've made a decision, and we can share that decision now, so let's share that with everybody, what's going on. Uh, I've decided that I'll be attending the University of Notre Dame for the next four years. And so for you, bring me into the program and how this is going to work out and kind of the unique situation that you have. So I got accepted through what's called their Holy Cross Gateway Program, where for my freshman year, I will be across the street at Holy Cross College, and if I maintain a 3.5 GPA through those two semesters, I'll be automatically admitted to Notre Dame for the next three. So you go into this gateway program at Holy Cross College with the opportunity to go on to Notre Dame. You get, you're essentially going to be a student at both, taking yep. classes at both. How did you find out about all this and, and you know, kind of this unique situation that you could be a part of? When um, I opened the portal to see if I was accepted, it said, unfortunately, we are not able to admit you to Notre Dame your first year, but we'd like to accept you into this gateway program. Um, it caught me off guard at first because it, it was the outcome that I least expected. Yeah. But um, I, when I really looked into it, I realized how um, it fit me well, and I was really excited to be a part of the program. So you, you have this, uh, you and I have spoken about some other schools that had shown interest. What made this the better plan for you, in your opinion? Uh, ever since I was young, I always dreamed of going to Notre Dame. It was it, there, there were nights where I would dream, and it was me on that football field playing for the Irish, and basically just through, through my final stages of deciding, um, I just realized it's been my dream my whole life, and I couldn't pass up on that opportunity. So you have this opportunity to essentially you know, walk on to the Notre Dame program for you. How surreal is that? I know you're, you're rocking some Notre Dame gear today. How, how awesome and strange and kind of cool is all that? It's, it's a... It's a huge blessing. Um, I've been so blessed throughout my whole life through by God, by my parents, by my friends, and all of my family and my coaches. And it, it's just, it feels nice to see hard work paying off. And for you, you know, you, you moved up here when, when your whole family made the move. You moved from North Carolina. You had a team there that obviously you'd been connected to. You come up here to CBA. What did you take in all of that transition? And, what did that kind of teach you as a player and as a student? Um, it it really taught me no matter what the situation you're put in, if you work your hardest and you work your tail off, you're gonna get to your destination. You're gonna reach your goals. So for you to look back on the time at CBA, what can you say about you know being a brother and playing for Christian Brothers Academy here in Central New York? The best decision of my life was to go to CBA. Um, the people there are all inclusive. They welcome you with open arms, and they they support you through every decision you make and for every choice you make. 
we've had a unique situation here here with uh, Jack Sikowski. Uh, unique this, this whole past year dealing with the pandemic, dealing with something we're not uh, used to. These masks have become somewhat normal. Yeah. You know, we all look, I always tell people I just delivered three babies and I'm on the way to my fourth. But, you know, this, everyone looks like a doctor, everybody looks like a nurse, it's very strange. You know, I, I saw people do it in, in airports in the past, you know, if there was an outbreak in China with SARS and whatnot, you know, you walk by people from China and they'd be in the airport with masks on. But in America, this is not normal. This isn't something we're used to. And for almost a year now, we've had to do this. We've had to deal with this very unique and challenging situation. How have you dealt with it as a young person in society, knowing that, I mean, you're just, you're a kid, and, you know, and, and this is not something that, some people have been on the planet for almost 100 years never experienced this, so how have you handled it? Um, I guess the best way I've looked at it is we're, we're never alone, and everyone's going through it together, so you, you shouldn't feel alone, you shouldn't feel like you're disconnected from people, every single person is going through this. It might be tougher to connect, but it just means all the more when you do connect. And for you to have the connection, uh, not being on the football field with your brothers at, at CBA, how strange has that been to have a season just kind of taken away and, and there's the thought that maybe it looms in the background, but as of right now, it's not here? It, it hurts for sure. It definitely hurts. Um, nothing's quite like getting on the field with your brothers and just having fun and playing football. But one thing our team is really great at is is getting together, really, really always being there for each other. Like no matter how separated, how little football we play, we're always a team. Is there a hope? I mean, if, if things do come about in the next couple months, that you would get on the field for a few games? That's the hope. It's going to happen until it doesn't happen. Okay. We're always hoping for it. We're always planning for it. And then, if it doesn't happen, so be it. But for you to get back on there one more time, what would it mean for you even to just get a few games in, five, six games in with CBA, have one more go at it before college? It would mean the world. Um, after the end of last season, I, my expectation was not for my high school football career to be over. Yeah. So it, it definitely stings to not know if that is my last time, but it, it would mean everything to me. Your dad put up a picture of you and Brian Kelly from a long time ago yeah. when you were when you were looking like your little brother. So, you know, what can you say about that when when the announcement was made that you're going through this gateway program in hopes of going to Notre Dame and walking on to the football program, when when this all came about and this opportunity came about to go back to that picture. Do you remember that day when you met Brian Kelly? Yes, I did very much. Tell me about that day. Um that was the first time I'd ever gone to the Notre Dame summer football camp, and I was a rising sixth grader at the time, and it was after my uh, second year of playing football, so I wasn't that great at the time. I was um, pretty inexperienced, to say the least, and when I got in line to take that picture with him, um, getting right next to him, it, it felt special, and it felt like that's... Like, at that point in time, I felt like I, I belonged in Notre Dame, and I felt like that was my life's goal and dream to get to Notre Dame. So it's always been in the back of your head oh, yeah. to go there. Brian Kelly is somebody that they have said great things about, 
And at other times they thought about letting him go. Uh, in the meantime of all of this, he's made it to two of the last three college football playoffs. What does that mean to you, uh, having that connection with Notre Dame and seeing that you know they have been included in the college football playoff in two of the last three years? It just um, it means all the more, and I think it speaks to it speaks to the, the culture that they built there. That they 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 work their tails off, and I think it represents how I want to play and how I want to work. And I think I fit there pretty well. What is it about you and your morals and values, and Notre Dame's morals and values that you think parallel each other? Keeping faith in the fight. They they. They're a Catholic school, obviously, and every time they're on the field, they're, they're playing for each other. They're playing for the name on the front of the jersey, not the name on the back of the jersey. Yeah. So you think that, you know, that family and that faith is what yeah. really bonds you to it. Mm -hmm. So you could have gone somewhere else, potentially played right away. Yep. You have to bide your time and, and work toward this. You, you kind of, you're going the more difficult route to play college football. Why choose the more difficult one? Um, I don't see it as a more difficult one almost. I see it as just a, another option and um, it's just, it's always been my life stream and if that's right in front of me, no matter how difficult it is, I gotta take it, no matter how below the odds are. So for you, you believe in yourself, you know what you're capable of. Yep. Do you think that I'll be talking with you in a couple of years as a member of the football program at Notre Dame? For sure. Yeah, for sure. What position? Outside linebacker. Outside linebacker. Yep. So. Or wherever the coach is walking. Where has, yeah, absolutely. What what has the conversation been like? Because you said you did get to talk with them about the hopes of walking on. So uh, when did you have the conversation and what did they say to you? Um, I would talk over email with uh, their director of player personnel, uh, David Ploquin, and uh, a few of their walk-on players themselves. and. Basically, what they said is that they give their scholarship offers, and then for the walk-ons, you have to get accepted on your own merit, and then you can then they start conversations with the potential to walk on, and that's what I think separates them from others. Is if you want to walk on, you got to fight for it. They only want the kids that are, that want to be there on their team. So a walk-on isn't just anybody. I mean, essentially, to be a walk-on is an honor in and of itself. Yep. To be at Notre Dame in your opinion. Yep. So, to do this and to get get to play, I mean, bring me and let's let's fast forward a little bit. You become a walk-on. You do everything you got to do at Holy Cross College. You become a walk-on at Notre Dame. You got at that point what four seasons to play, right? So you got four seasons to play, which means that if you already have a year under your belt in school, you can work toward a master's. Mm -hmm. So you have all this going on, and Coach Brian Kelly and the team say to you, Sikowski, go in. Bring me into that moment. That, um, I would feel like a lot of hard work my whole life paying off, and, and that would, I, sh I assure you I'd be making a play if I was put in that position, because I would, I would give it my all as I have my whole life. Can you picture that? Can oh, you yeah. picture that moment? Oh, yeah. I picture it every night. Yeah? yeah. What, what does it look like? Um, it's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. It's a surreal feeling, and just having everyone in the stands just blowing up on the field. It, it, it's, it's just awesome to think about. South Bend, Indiana, for those who haven't been, tell us, tell us about what it feels like out there. Um, it's 
it's just that there's something in the air that it, it, there's always support for Notre Dame. Ev everyone eats, sleeps, and breathes Notre Dame there, and it's 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 a culture that's unlike any other in the nation. What does Dad think and Mom think? What did Jimmer and Betty think about their son going off to Indiana? Damn. They couldn't be more excited. Obviously, it's a bit of a hype, but yeah. uh, they, they're very happy, as happy as I am. I know that your dad is a very, um, for my friendship and, and my time spent with him and my connection with him, I know that he is a very thoughtful person. He doesn't just say something, he actually takes in the information and you can tell him kind of working it around his brain and, and coming out, taking those ingredients and turning them into a meal, so to speak. When he took in all of the thoughts that you had about going to Holy Cross College and then moving on to Notre Dame and being a walk-on as opposed to going somewhere and maybe playing right away, what, what, what did your dad say about this whole process? He said, get ready to work. That's all he said. Get ready to work, get ready to work your tail off, and get ready for it to pay off. And I couldn't be more excited. What did mom say? She said she's going to visit me a lot. <laughs> That's what she said. Is she bringing, is she bringing food to you? What's, what's mom doing? Is she going to um, have care packages? I hope so. I, I really hope so. I knock my parents because I love them so much and they're so good to me, but they almost never sent me a care package. <laughs> almost never. Like twice. Twice mom and dad in like four years. Yeah. I think I got a Halloween one. But my friends used to get like all this big stuff and my mom was like, yeah, if you want something, just let me know. But I was always hoping for like frozen meals sent up and whatnot. So... You're, you know, you have your sister and you have your little brother as well. Have you? What did they think about this move for you? Um, it, it feels like I say they were really proud of me, and and it just feels all the better when you know everyone around you supports you and is really proud of you, and it, it just makes you want to work harder and, and be better. So Notre Dame having you someday, and that being a real tangible thing for you. I mean, do you want, are you hoping that Brian Kelly's still going to be there? Oh yeah, oh yeah. What do you like about him? I, I like how he, he's always there for his players and all of his players want to rally around him. I think it, it goes to show how good of a person he is and how caring he is for his players and that's someone that you want to play for. So the road of North Carolina to New York, to now Holy Cross College, hopefully Notre Dame. What has this journey taught you as a, as a person to go through all of this? I mean, you're making a lot of stops, more stops than some people make. Some people play at the high school that they grew up around. They go to one place, they hope to make it, and that's it. You've taken extra steps along the way. What is what has all this done for you? Uh, I think it teaches you a lot about yourself, what you want what you want to do in life and, and really who you are and I, I think that I've learned a lot about myself and really who I am as a person and who I want to be. Who are you? How would you describe yourself? Um, it's a tough one. Uh, you're bigger now. I so when yeah. I went through the drive-through and I saw you, I was like, "That's not Jack." <laughs> so, I had a moment of I was like, "I don't think that's Jack." So I know that you've obviously, you know, you you bulked up and worked on your body, but but who is Jack's A kid that will do whatever he needs to to be successful and be happy and be satisfied with himself. What's your advice to people out there chasing their dreams right now as you embark on chasing your own? If there is 
a slither of hope if it don't give it up. Always chase after them. It just, it'll make it all the better when you finally succeed and you finally achieve that dream. So if there's just a little, little tiny sliver, an ounce of hope, you should chase it. Yes. I come from Jackson Cassidy hanging out with us here inside of Chick-fil-A Cicero for this special honoring the man who is moving forward here to Holy Cross College and hopefully Notre Dame. Before I let you go, Jack, got to ask you about your Buffalo Bills. Now, you're wearing a red and white hat, so your red and white hat to me, if people look at it quick, they think, oh, it's probably a Bills hat. It's actually a Chick-fil-A hat, which uh, I, have, well, I have two questions. One, where did you get it? Two, why don't I have one? So, <laughs> if I'm going to be 100% honest, it's not mine, it's my dad's. I steal it a lot because I think it's cool looking. Um, I think we ordered it from an online catalog for Chick-fil-A. Okay. And so I gotta, I gotta go ask Jimmer about it then. Yes. Exactly. Fair enough. Gotta get to the big man. Let's talk about your Bills. They win the division. Yep. Win their first playoff game since 95. They were one of the, they had one of the longest streaks of not going to the playoffs a few years ago. Broke that streak. The Browns also broke theirs because they became the longest streak. So. What do you think about Buffalo, Josh Allen, Devin Singletary, my guy Ed Oliver, Matt Milano, Levi Wallace, who I know all of them, uh, you know, Zach Moss, Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley, who's having his best year this year. I mean, bring me into the Buffalo Bills and what it's like to be a Bills fan now, having been so patient since really the 90s and, until today. There isn't a team in the league that's having... alive the last time they won a playoff game, but sorry, go ahead. There isn't a team in the league that's having more fun than the Buffalo Bills and who is playing more for each other than the Buffalo Bills. And it's, it's, it's special to see when you actually watch them play. Matt Milano is also a linebacker, played at Boston College. What do you think about him? What do you like about him in a linebacker more since you are a linebacker? I model my game after him. I think, I don't think there is a linebacker in the league as good in coverage as he is. He's an all-around player. His technique is great, and people love playing with him because he just gets everyone all that excited. Yeah, and I loved covering him at Boston College. At Boston College finds a lot of dogs, and he's one of them. Uh, Le you know, the Levi Wall. Says, I mean, Ed Oliver, do you have a favorite player on the team? Yes. Who is it? My favorite player on the team is definitely Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley. All right. Cole Beasley. Why Cole Beasley? Because he he um he is Buffalo. The, the way he his style of game, the, the grittiness of himself, he, he is Buffalo as a person. And he you know have embarking on, on this his best season. Yes. You know after everything he did in Dallas, the man doesn't care. He'll go across the middle. He'll take hits. And, he, he puts his body on the line, and so when you say grit and, and he embodies Buffalo, is that what you're saying? That he will do whatever it takes yes. to help the team win? Yeah. Josh Allen, what do you think about him? He's a baller. Yeah? He's a baller. Like, He's pretty incredible. Yeah, he, um, there's not a throw he doesn't think he can make, which I, I love. Maybe sometimes it'll end up not in a great way, but nine times out of ten he's helping the team succeed. And he came from matters. Wyoming. Yeah. So, you know, when you talk about a sliver of hope, this is a guy who came from Wyoming and found his way to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. Not only Wyoming, he played a junior college football before he went to Wyoming. And there was actually a chance that him and Eric Dungey were going to fight for the job in Wyoming if Dungey had gone to Wyoming instead of Syracuse. Yeah. So, 
crazy stories, but believing in the hope. Uh, Jack Sikowski hanging out here with us at Chick-fil-A. He says, so Jack, before I let you go, it's only fair we play rapid fire. Because I always ask you questions, it's only fair that I let you do something. you got three. You can ask me anything. Go ahead. How do you feel about the Urban Meyer hire today? You know, I I know you asked me this off the air. I'm excited. I'm excited because he wins. He won two national championships at, with the Florida Gators in 2006, 2008. 2014, he won with Ohio State. <laughs> Jimmer's talking about Urban Meyer in the corner. But we, uh, we definitely, uh, I'm happy that they won, or that he's won, that he's won for a while. Uh, it's a lot better than the hires they've had in the past. They really haven't hired that many coaches since Tom Coughlin started. It was Tom Coughlin and Jack Del Rio to Mike Malarkey for five seconds to Gus Bradley to, to Doug Marone. So uh, for me, you know, I I think that this is the best fire they've had up to this point. And I hope that it leads to victories. I think that they'll draft Trevor Lawrence and they'll have a new GM, so they'll have new head coach, new GM, new quarterback, and hopefully a brighter future. That leads right into my second question. Your second question. Only two words. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence. Absolutely. You got, they got to do it. Uh, I don't think there's any other choice. I was thinking about buying a 16 jersey and like customizing one now so that I have it so that before it sells out. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think you definitely got to go. I mean, Trevor Lawrence has lost three games in seven years. And and I think going into college football playoff, it was like that. And he had some ridiculous record in high school and then in college. He was the best quarterback recruiting-wise coming out of high school. He was the best overall recruit in his class coming out of high school to, to some. And he has not let anybody down from high school to college to, you know, now the expectation. He's won multiple national championships. I mean, this man has been, he basically, you know, sometimes the hype passes the man or the man passes the hype. And, and right now, like, that hype has not passed him. I think he's stayed right on line with it. And if he's won everywhere else, why not win in Jacksonville? What's your last one? What's up, milkshake? Milkshake's awesome. Yeah. You know, you know I love my peppermint chip. And I, and I, Cry a sad tear every time it's gone, but the uh, the cookies and cream one is a close second, and I'm okay with that. And uh, yeah, the peppermint chip, I uh, I always miss it when it's, it's a sad gone. day. One of those. It's, it's such a sad day. day. And but you know, Buffalo is still alive. Yeah. Jacksonville has a new coach. You have a bright future, and we're all we're all here together. So I'm proud of you. Thank you very much. Jack Sikowski going to Holy Cross College with hopes of going to the University of Notre Dame and having his time as a walk-on on the team and hopefully playing outside linebacker. Jack, thank you for letting me be a part of all of our conversations up to this point, from you playing here to recruiting to now making a decision. I'm very, very honored to be sitting there. Me too. So, Jack Sikowski, thank you so much. We'll talk to you all soon on Wake Up Call.